From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, thank you for joining us again today when we're in Second Chronicles chapter 26, looking at the life of the good King Uzziah. We looked at his faith yesterday. We, we saw on Monday his ascension. We're looking at his, accomplishment, uh, his accomplishments right now. And we saw the accomplishment of his faith today. I want to uh, mention his preparation. Uh, if you was to read this uh, chapter, you're going to find uh, that he was a balanced king and and all the things that were accomplished, no one accomplishes anything great and as diverse as a man like Uzziah was, in my opinion, the most balanced in, in all areas of any of the kings of Israel uh, or Judah that you read about in the Bible. You don't get that way without preparation. And one of the great downfalls of many sincere people, many good people, is a lack of preparation. Do you know the Bible is filled with over a hundred commands and examples of preparations? You will find that people in the Bible prepared their homes. They prepared their hearts to follow the Lord. They prepared their hearts to serve the Lord. They prepared for marriage. You know, uh, they the man had to build a house for a year. The woman had to prove her purity for a year. Uh, they prepared for their work, and they prepared for battle, and they prepared for worship. They prepared for the feast. There are many great events and opportunities uh, that take place in life, but they take uh, they take preparation. If you go to a good church and, and it's functioning well, uh, there all the different events that go on into your church, whether it be uh, a revival meeting or a missions conference or, or, or maybe it's a, a Christmas banquet or a Valentine banquet or a youth activity or a couple's class or a senior's class, anything good that's done is going to take preparation. Uh, you have to plan your work and work your plan. And too many people take life as it happens. I know preachers that are this way. I know preachers who all the time, I know a preacher who, you know, uh, they'll, they'll just, a missionary will call and say, hey, we're looking forward to being with you this Sunday. He, he scheduled them six months ago and he had no idea they were coming because he just forgot and made no preparations for them to come. I know people, I, I know preachers who, um, you know, when it's uh, it's time for the uh, the uh, uh, the Valentine banquet, the week before, it's like, man, we're having a banquet next week. Maybe we should do something. And it's not just preachers. I know many, many people like this. I know people who, who live their lives that way too. They prepare for nothing. You know, they, they'll have a wedding and they'd make no preparations and then things get very hectic and, and uh, helter-skelter and, and it looks like nobody prepared. I've seen it with birthday parties. I've seen it with uh, people that uh, don't prepare in their studies well, or people that don't uh, prepare themselves in their work. And, and, you know, preparation, a good person of good character will always be a person of preparation. You know, don't just live life flying by the seat of the plans. Pans. Uh, plan your work, work your plan, make your schedule your master, and uh, don't put something on a calendar and do nothing about it until it arrives. Instead, of, instead be a blessing to the church instead of a burden and a bad memory. And, and anything worth doing is worth doing right, it's worth doing well, and it's worth planning and pre preparing. And uh, be ready. Uh, prepare for the day. Prepare to walk with God. You know what? If you're not prepared uh, to get up in the morning and uh, and walk with God before you start your day, uh, you'll just set the alarm clock for 30 minutes before you get out the work. You got to go out the door for work, and you'll just get up, put your clothes on, slug down a cup of coffee, maybe grab a lunch pail, and go. 
But if, you, if you're prepared, you set the alarm early. That means you were thought about, you gave attention to the fact that you were going to walk with God. And uh, he was a man of great preparation. That's what made him so prosperous in so many different areas. If you was to read uh, down through Second Chronicles 26, you'll find that King Uzziah was the most balanced and blessed king in the history of Israel, second only to King Solomon. Uzziah was perfectly balanced and prepared in war, in construction, in military defense. He, he was a man of personal inventions. He invented engines for war. He was balanced in economics, in agriculture, and even in his religious faith. We would say today that King Uzziah was the perfect president. You know, and if you want to have a, a perfectly balanced life, you're going to have to be a purpose, a person of preparation. People who are prepared for nothing are overwhelmed and overcome by most anything. You know, prepare, uh, prepare for your, uh, your, your, the day and prepare to walk with God and prepare for anything. Prepare for labor. Prepare for your family. Uh, you know, there, there are times when life happens. I understand that. But a person of preparation is the one who will have the tools to adapt, overcome, and conquer when unforeseen circumstances arise unannounced. And, uh, you know, be balanced, uh, just, just as he, this uh, King Uzziah was balanced. As a military man, successful, he, the soldiers loved him. He wasn't just a military man. He defeated four nations and never suffered a loss. Now, uh, you know, David never suffered a loss, and Uzziah never suffered a loss. Now, Uzziah didn't fight as, as much as David did or as many nations, but he never experienced a loss in battle. Of course, he learned that his father died in battle, because of a foolish battle, so he wasn't going to make a foolish decision. He counted the cost of the battle. Uh, he loved husbandry. He was a, a farmer by hobby and a, and a country boy at heart, we might say, even though he was born and raised as a city slicker in the palace of Jerusalem. And the farmers loved him. And uh, by the way, follow close to those who cling to creation. Life is simpler, sweeter, far more satisfying when you stay close to, cre to your creator uh, and, uh, and your redeemer. And uh, the working men loved him because he built Jerusalem and he built other cities and provided jobs to the working men. The Jews loved him because he loved God and followed him faithfully. The common family uh, lo loved him. Uh, wives and mothers uh, and children loved him because he was a good family man. You say, how do you know that preacher? I said, well, because the Bible says little to nothing about his family. The Bible says that he diligently sought the Lord and that the Lord prospered him in all that he does. It's impossible to seek God diligently and leave your family behind. Uh, the pagans would have respected him. He was firm, but he was fair. He allowed them to worship in their groves, again, as we saw yesterday, even though uh, the law of God was the law of the land. One of the greatest achievements of the Christian life is to live a balanced life, to keep the bubble in the middle. He, he was not a pessimist, he wasn't a downer, and he wasn't the over-exuberant guy. He would have been sober, would have had a sense of humor. Uh, he, he would have been, uh, he would have, again, been temperate is what the word is in the New Testament, or moderation. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Part of the fruit of the Spirit is to be temperate. You know, a temper, uh, one of temperance uh, is uh, an individual who sets the, th th the temperature of the room, doesn't take the temperature and sees what it is and flows around with it. He, he sets it. And uh, be a balanced Christian. 
That means you're being controlled by the Spirit of God, not run by the world and not run by your emotion, run by your flesh, run by people, run by your desires. He was balanced. Boy, if there's something I can encourage you to do, if you could, if you will be a person of preparation and you will seek to be balanced in your Christian life. You know, so many people, I know people who are great soul winners and have poor families. I know people who have great families uh, and they don't, uh, but they, they'd never do anything to serve God and, and be balanced in your life or I know people that they're great in their workplace but they have a poor Christian testimony I know some that have a good testimony but they uh, you know they'll be a great witness for Christ but then they have a poor testimony as far as their work is seek to be balanced in your life and you know what you'll be balanced if you're prepared for it if you know uh, what's coming ahead if you look what's coming ahead down the road and you make preparations to seek God first and God will make you prosper in that which you do for him my time is gone for today you join us tomorrow as the Lord allows God bless you it's our prayer until then no longer a pauper. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor love.